Welcome to the Brownload, people. We've got a great one coming your way. We're talking about this monolith that we mentioned last week, and it might surprise you when we reveal who is actually behind it. Some of you might already know. Some of you may not. All will be shared with you guys in just a few minutes' time. Plus, we're talking about the lyrics to Original Nutter by UK Apache and Shy FX and Visiting Santa Online. God, it's random. Shall we start? <laughs> Two, one, two, three, four. Keji's there. Look, he's there. Sachin, oh. can you hear us? Hello, Sachin. Are you receiving us over? Well, of course I'm hearing you. What do you mean? Well, nah. Oh, what, what were you expecting? I don't know. Because you're you're in Dubai right now. So yeah. So I was expecting a, a servant who's answered the, the Skype. <laughs> no, in no, the royal mate, palace. Were, it's just normal. It's like I'm just we're doing the podcast the same way. Nothing's changed. I'm just in a different place. That's all. It, we just got one really long tar, one really long wire going to Sachin, and a couple of little short extensions that's, that's, for me and Ked. That, that's all I did. Like when I when I, 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 I put the cable in at my house back in <laughs> South London, and that's yeah. it. it. Just came on a plane all the way. So hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on a minute for people who didn't quite catch that. Me and Tommy are freezing our backsides off in London yeah. in minus two degrees, and yeah. Satch is in Dubai, or Dubai, yeah. and Dubai. In, 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 yeah, Dubai, and, oh God, the pronunciations by some desis of Dubai. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, no, uh, it's all about, it's all about when people say Dubai. Dubai, oh, Dubai. yeah. Dubai, 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 yeah. The big question at Tesco, Dubai or not Dubai, the fake <laughs> Christmas tree. That is a question. <laughs> but can, firstly, you want to say, yeah, brilliant that this podcast feels no different and you can now chat away with us anywhere in the world. This could be the future yeah. of, of it, how we do podcasts. It could be. If you, know, if, if you went and permanently based yourself in Dubai from now mm. on, right, mm. then, then that's all right. Because this, this our, our relationship, our podcast can carry on. Still carries on as normal. At, and can I just say, maybe it's in my head, but Kedge, look at his background, right? It's just a plain wall with a curtain, but something about it feels like it could be abroad. Do you know what I mean by that? It's like... We're, it's always a plain background when it's abroad, know. isn't it? It's yeah, always a plain background when you're abroad. Even, even though it's plain, it's just, it still feels like it's, it's foreign. It's the colour of the white. Do, do, do you know what? Like, I, when I came here, like, this one thing I noticed, I was like, Tommy would like this, is um, floor to ceiling windows. Windows. Right? Oh, I love floor to ceiling yeah. windows. The whole, of this, the whole of this wall is that. Oh, it's nice. We well, see, in Dubai, you can do that. What are we going to look at? Fog. Oh, a lot of fog recently. <laughs> but, bro, it's been... <laughs> It's been like, like, like a smoke machine's been let off outside the house. It's mm. mad. So, so hold on. Let's, I mean, the question, I guess, that everyone wants to know is. Yes. Satch, you are probably one of the very first Asians to have traveled on a plane after a very long time. Like yeah. a good boy, you collected all those tokens to Dubai on the back of cornflakes packets. No, I not cornflakes. It, 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 it's on the back of something desi, the, the co-fresh lemon and chili crisps packets. Correct. Because Correct. every Asian person that I... Yeah, has them. Yeah. Well, there must be a stat. One in four Asian, British Asians, this Christmas will be going to Dubai. It's got Correct. to be there. Yeah, so that's so, why you're so, saying the so, token. So, Satch, yeah. so, okay, so, yeah, I mean, and I'm going to, you know, just say this for the people that Satch, you was taking the mickey out of. Satch yeah. was taking the mickey out of people to go into Dubai. He's there now. Well, but, no, I, I wasn't taking the mickey out of them. All I said was people, uh, all I said was the whole world is in Dubai right now. <laughs> right. And, and I'm going to stick to that point. I'm going to stick to that point because 
when people found out I was in Dubai, everyone was like, oh, I'm here too. Just random people <laughs> messaging so, me saying, so, yeah, so I'm here question, too. The question is, tell yes. us about the experience. What oh, was it like? The journey. The journey. The journey. Yeah. Okay. Dubai. Well, I mean, you know, well, again, like, you know, we, we have, well, I haven't been on a plane since, what, this year, February. So it's kind of like I had to kind of learn the whole procedure again of going on a plane. Do, do you see what I mean? That was yeah. kind of an experience. Was the procedure itself. different? Was it different at the airport? It was different in the sense of you couldn't get into the terminal without wearing a mask. And I was like, okay, cool. Kind of got used to that. But then I was thinking about it. You had to wear that mask until I got at the airport in Dubai. So. A mask had been on my face for a very long time. Do you, do you see what I mean? For the whole yeah. flight, the whole sort of two hours you've got to be there before checking. off in the flight? No, you can't take it off. You can take it off briefly when you're sort of having a drink and um, having a bit of food and stuff, but your mask always has to be on. So, and, so, you, so yeah, you have to sleep with the mask on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you have yeah. to have it on. You can't, you can't have it off in the flight. And don't they say, like, in Dubai, even if you're not wearing it on your face, you've got to, like, keep it on your chin. Like it's got to be there still. It's got to be like, like don't, don't you don't just take it like, off. Eat, like, like in the UK, how everyone wears the mask just round the chin. Yeah, well, yeah. No, no, it's not round the chin. You just have to wear it all the time when you're out and about over yeah, here. But, yeah, well, but I mean, and getting here, yeah, yeah. But even while you're having a drink or something to eat, they're saying, yes, oh, no, no, don't be. take it off. Keep it there, because so when you're done, bang, you go straight back That's on. Right? I, was, I was sporting the old sort of hanging off the one ear look. That's what I was doing on the plane, because, you know, I don't really like it around my chin. You can't, like, kind of chew food and stuff properly. No, it's because you're a DJ, and you wear a headphones on one ear, and yeah, you exactly. wear your mask on one ear. I, I, you know, I'm, if you had glasses, you'd probably just wear them on one ear. I, so, I mean, so I've got to say... I got I did I did have a problem with wearing a mask and um for 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 one thing is when whenever I get on a plane is I always chew chewing gum like it's got to be like uh, like an airwave sort of thing like you know like the really strong one I need yeah. that because my Why? ears always pop yeah have you ever ate chewing gum with a mask on no that's like all of that vapor going into your eyes and then I was crying <laughs> like it was a whole new experience like like, oh, it was so strong so it's just going straight into your eyes yeah. it's so strong in your mask and then obviously from your mask it sort of bleeds around near your eyes and then that's it my eyes were gone for like i, I don't even remember taking off because i was crying yeah uh, he's lying I, he was watching a he was watching a bollywood film he got emotional and he went oh no it's the uh, it's the airwaves it's the yeah. airwaves it's gone into my eyes it's funny you mentioned that you had a little moment with your mask and you lost yeah. the, your virginity in having a chewing gum while wearing a mask i lost yes. my virginity of, of, of whilst wearing a mask with really and with now i don't know she, could, with, she didn't want to look at your face no i don't think anyone's done this because we haven't spoken about this so i was in tesco with the mask on yes and i and i was like you know when your nose starts getting itchy and i needed to sneeze what did you do oh you can't take it off because I'm in the middle of Tesco. So I'm like, I don't want to sneeze. So I no. sneezed in the mask and it's disgusting. Oh, oh my God. God. That is terrible. That what is, do you well, do? Firstly, that, is, that, has been, that has actually been a thing. And I've seen people talking about that. Like, oh, no, has anyone sneezed? Like, because sometimes a sneeze can come on very quickly. So you literally, yeah. or, maybe, or maybe you've got things in your hands. Maybe you're carrying a baby and you can't go, oh, mask off. So you just got to internalize it. But, no, but honestly, it's like... I can't sneeze in Tesco. Out, can you imagine? Oh, yeah, going for it massively in Tesco no. down in the middle of people. They think that's it. Corona man's here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they look around at you like you're walking around with a plate. Corona, no. corona cage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but no, you're right. I'd say, I'd say sneezing into a mask is second to pooing your pants. Like it's like that. It's this. It's just as Correct. nearly as disgusting. And he's like, oh man, what do I do now? Full change. Full change. Speaking of disgusting, there's one thing that, uh, again, a part of my sort of traveling experience, another sort of thing that I uh, came across was a COVID test. I've never had one of those before. Oh, um, you had one so of them up your nose or the mouth? I had, I had to have one of those. So when you um, basically land in Dubai, you've got to have a COVID test. And um, so you go into this little boothing and a lady shoves it down your throat and then in your nose. Oh, thank oh, God for that. In, oh. in Dubai? Yeah, in Dubai, yeah. You get I it done this you got to have one before you go, though, right? Nah, mate. Nah, mate. If you come from the UK, you can just get it done in, in Dubai, and it's free. You ain't got to pay for it. Yeah, the, the UK just want all the lurgy people to leave. They don't care. But mm. it's it's Dubai, obviously, going in. They, they obviously are caring. So, so you have to have uh, nose and the mouth. Oh no! I want to just add because obviously I'm I'm going to I'm going to Dubai soon as yeah, well, you, right? But yeah. I you, think I think what that means is if you get to Dubai and yes. you are test and you test positive, you got to quarantine the whole time you're there. Um, or you get sent on a plane straight back home, right? Whereas yes. if you have the test done here and it is valid for 96 hours before you arrive in Dubai, yes. so um, as long as you do it within four days before. So if you have the test and you're all legit and you're cool, you then don't have it when you get to Dubai. Mm. Yeah, that's right. So you, I mean, I, I, yeah, right, I could have right. run the risk of coming here and having it and then I'll yeah. be about to basically quarantine for two weeks yeah. and then come home. Because we've all, all the adults, <laughs> yeah, all, yeah, all the adults have got in, like, for, traveling with us, I've got to um, have the test done beforehand, not the kids. Yeah. Um, and now it's like, it's weird because now you're like, oh, I, I'll make sure I'm not mixing with anyone. Exactly. Now my holidays to, uh, I think I, I was like that, I think, maybe for the sort of three, four days before I left to, to, to fly out. I was like, I'm not meeting anyone, I'm not meet, going anywhere, don't want to go to the shops or anything. Um, just so, you know, I, I get that... Um, that negative result and i came Did, over here so anyway back to the back to the test very quickly has anyone had that thing up their nose no no i think I, I think she she was so far down my nose it cleaned my brain Oh. <laughs> really where did you feel it be honest where did you feel it tickle like whereabouts in your no, face like at the top of your nose near your no, eyeball no. Forget the nose. It went right past that, and it went straight into oh. my, into my skull, and I could feel it on the back of my head. It was oh, that God, don't, it that's, was that's it making... was it was horrific. Like to the point where again, oh. I came out the booth and I was crying because, like, you know, when <laughs> oh, something just yeah. goes so far up your nose and your eyes just water. And the lady okay. was like, "Are you all right?" And I was like, "Well, clearly I'm not." <laughs> can I can I share oh something? Oh my God! Can I, can I share something? Now you guys will vouch for me on this. Aren't I a sneezy person? I'm very easily my. Oh, the first thing that goes is me and my gonna, sneezing. Yeah, you're gonna hate it. You're gonna hate oh, it. Tom. I know. So if I'm a bit tired, I sneeze. If I was ever hungover, I'd start. In the, I'd sneeze. You know, even if I'm not eating properly throughout the day, it affects my like my nasal capacities, uh, cavities are affected. This I'm now absolutely dreading. I'm going to be sick for four days. That's four <laughs> days. Of my, I'm telling you, if they <laughs> shove that, if what you're saying is true, that. Yes. Oh, I don't. I, honestly, honestly, space, I know we we briefly touched on this. I'd rather have it put somewhere else, which is typically yes. a lot more uncomfortable. Ma yes, I would I, rather. I would rather. You know what it felt like, honestly. <laughs> even though it was like a long cotton bud, which is basically what it is, it felt like yeah. a broomstick up my nose. Oh jeez. Oh, oh, oh god. Did you have to have it in the back of your throat as well? Yes. So it's throat first, then nose. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fry up on them. I'm gonna fry up. I will fry up on the person. I will. They will because I don't know how people do that. You know, like 
if anything touches the back of my throat, you know, like, I don't, like mm. you have anything like that, it will make me gag. I will gag. There's no way. I can't, I, I can't tolerate that. Can I just say, I feel sorry for the nurse who has to do this on Tommy. Not only is she going to have vomit, but a bucket load of snot on her and within oh. seconds of her. She's going to yeah. be covered. If I were her, I'd just say, yeah, he's definitely got it. Just because I'd be, I'd be so annoyed with me as a, as a customer. But, I, but, I, I once took my dad to a drive-through COVID test. He had to have it done, right? You don't get out of the car. They kind of do it from the window. You know what? This is payback because I laughed at him. I laughed hard at him. I filmed it actually on the sly on my phone. And because he was going, <laughs> he's making all these noises. And I'm dying with laughter. And I'm showing it to my sisters afterwards. <laughs> I sent it to the family group. I'm like, look at dad. He's and he's going, yeah. and my dad's, my dad's also half laughing as he does it but it's massively <laughs> uncomfortable and i've seen the size of that cricket bat that they stick up there is like it's, it's you know, humongous right it's and i'm like so now it's payback now i'm gonna get it as well this is Damn. this is, i'm a, i'm actually thinking of hanging around in dubai until tommy gets here oh. so i can watch him do his test i'll just go and wait in the airport because if yeah. i hear like this weird noises coming out oh. this boot we know it I'll be the one with the bloodshot eyes still streaming, streaming out my nose. you got Kedge telling me, oh, yeah, when you go jogging, you know, breathe in and out your nose. That makes my nose run. you got a Satch going, yeah, I'll take these two cotton buds and just do what the lady says, stick them up your nose. I'm like, you know what? You guys are going to finish me off. So while you've been away, Satch, there's yes. been some few developments here. And, and I don't know about, because obviously I know you're from South London, but the first batch of um, the vaccines were delivered to Croydon. Yeah. Oh, really? You're yeah. Right. Oh, I was like, my man's left. And all of a sudden, they've figured it out. Let's drop all the, the first batch in, in Croydon. So I thought, oh, there you go. Such wow. would have been first in the line there, surely. Oh, no, it was for the old people, really. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm not uh, part of that. If I mean, if Tommy lived in Croydon, then he would have yeah, probably maybe. had it. I come under <laughs> the... Yeah. And I don't know, but, you know, I don't know if it's appeared in the College Times, but basically uh, UK had the first um, person to be vaccinated today as well. I thought I'd yes. let you know about that. She was 90, right? Yeah, she was 90 years old, Margaret Keenan, um, and it's two jabs, you've got to have it, 21 days apart, she had it, she goes, you couldn't even feel the prick going into her arm or anything like that, I just feel like I've That's got no to... way to talk about the nurse, nurse, nursing staff, <laughs> I mean, it's, they're well trained, they're doing the best job they can, There's, I mean, for language at her age, like that is disgusting, it's terrible. It's mighty, you know, you lose a bit of your sensory yeah, neurons like, and stuff. Hey, well, I couldn't even feel the prick going into my arm. <laughs> मुझ में तुझको मिला था जो सुकून ले गई कि मुझसे चेहरे का मुझ में तुझको मिला था जो सुकून ले गई कि मुझसे चेहरे का छोटी तस्वीर तेरी से कहां मैं रखूं I'm not 
कांच के टुकड़ों का अब पता मैं क्या करूं है मेरा नसीब ये या है मेरा गुरूर ये खुद की आंखों में अब और कितना गिरूं इस दिल से ही हूं मैं नाराज ना तेरा कसूर मुझ में तुझको मिला था जो सुकून से चेहरे का नूम छोटी तस्वीर तेरी इसे कहा मैं रखूं चेहरा तू ने मुझसे we're all about the positivity right so all we want to do with the podcast with anything that we do is just spread a bit of fun and joy and laugh anywhere we can i've got some good news here is now something that as a result of coronavirus covid and the lockdown and the social distancing here is something that i think is better than what it was before do you see what i mean like that actually social distancing makes this work better and i'm talking about santa's grotto Right. right. So this is the time of year Santa's grottoes are popping up all over the UK, well, all over the world. And yes. kids go on in to meet Santa. They find out whether they're on the good list or the naughty list. And they tell Santa what they want for Christmas and they leave the grotto. Just, now, just very quickly about good list and naughty list. Is anyone really ever on the naughty list? Yeah, there, yeah. there, there are. Yeah, yeah. No, really. Like, as in Santa would turn around to kids and say, you're a little prick. You're on the naughty list. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, listen, it depends on that kid's career. I guess Santa gets their kind of kid's CV for the year and kind of just goes well, through it and thinks... I've, I've, been, on, I've been on naughty list since the age of 11. Exactly. Mm, there you go. Just, he, some, he, some people call it the kedgy list. Um, I'm on the good list or I'm on the kedgy list? Yeah, it's like, because it's I, not just... I, I mean, I could find that quite, like, weird, to be quite honest. Like, you can't really say to the kid, oh, you've been the naughty kid, you ain't getting no presents this year. Santa, Santa doesn't even like you. God, you've well, got to be a cruel parent. What that if it's hey Satch, tough love is what it is, is to <laughs> ensure that next year right. they buck their ideas up. Ultimately, we just want these young, impressionable minds to grow up to be fully rounded, well balanced human beings. And that's why we we let them know that only good people are welcome on Santa's good list. Time right. to buck their ideas up. My point is, there has been occasions where Santa hasn't got around to all of his different grottos. Right? It's a lot of grottos all across the world. And I've been asked in the past. To step in as Santa. That's true. I've, I've done Santa's Grotto two or three, once at Milo's school, uh, which was weird for Milo, because he was like, Dad, what are you doing? As he walked in, I went, I'm sorry, son. And he goes, all right, uh, well, you know what I want for Christmas. I'm going to just go. And I went, yeah, yeah, I think you better. And that was it. Um, but, you know, oh, I think, that poor kid. I would say half the kids, five out of ten of the kids that would come in um, were scared of Santa. Yeah, that's because they've never seen a brown Father Christmas. No, it would nothing to do with my brownness. And to be honest, because of all the beard and stuff and my, and my light skin, you, you wouldn't really, you couldn't really tell. Plus, I've got quite rosy cheeks because it was quite warm in there. So I think I, it wasn't brown Santa freaking them out. Like, well, these, aren't, these aren't little prejudiced kids. They were all, you know, the no, just... Santa is very white all the time. Yes. Santa doesn't eat a mixed grill for lunch. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's three of them with the chips and the pita. You know, yeah. No, but Santa doesn't smell a tarka and his nails aren't yellow. I get that, right? Exactly, exactly. But but what I'm saying is, 
now there is a service available where you can meet Santa online. Okay, there's um, there's a few different ones. There's one particular that is kind of running it. That's the main one. And what they've been doing since 32 days before Christmas, so this started at the end of November, you can have a different online Santa experience. And it involves kind of doing like little treasure hunts and going around your house. You can do things like that. It's for adults. Yeah, no, it's for kids and kids and adults and families during lockdown, right? I was just about to say that. Is Santa on the OnlyFans or something? <laughs> 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 no, this is not Gunther Gunda Claus. Right? This is Santa, Santa experience. <laughs> No, it, this is this is all legit. I promise you. This is uh, now. It feels really naughty. Everything I say, it does. But, it does feel naughty. But then he goes. He goes. If I've got a slot free, he said you can. <laughs> you can also book in for a one-on-one video chat. Tommy, it sounds like bloody babe station <laughs> but it's not it's it's santa you're booking for a one-on-one chat and you can talk to santa my point is this would be a lot better for those kids that would normally be freaked out uh and now they don't have to be and so this works from santa channel now Huh? So that, what? You're that? We're on Santa channel now. Yeah. I, you know what? Maybe I, I should. I could just have a live kind of Insta channel and people just check in, pay pay a pound and you can have a chat with Santa. Listen, I don't know. I mean, this is not very festive, this conversation right now. No, no, it? no. My point was that with social distancing, this is something that could right. actually be better. And there's a brilliant version of it. And, and if there were slots available, I think I, I would book it for Milo and Logan. Can yeah, I... Can I just say that this year I've noticed something which is is kind of like bugging me a little bit, and that is a lot of people are having a second Christmas tree or a second and third Christmas tree. It only ever used to be the one. Yeah. What do you mean? Like you have isn't that, isn't that just people? Isn't that the people with really big houses though? Like there were no uh, one like, you know, outside, one in the you know. Loads of arm on me. Oh, here's my second Christmas tree in the porch, you know. And I'm thinking, what is? When did this? When did this become normal all of a sudden? Why do you need two? Everyone knows the porch is just for umbrellas and boots. Correct. Yeah, agree. Chapel yeah. post. Agree. And post. It, 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 it's funny you mention that, Kedge, because actually, when I saw someone's house here in Dubai, they had a Christmas tree on uh, in the middle of their stairs, like in the sort of landing bit to go up the next set of stairs. Oh, on and the I was just like. Yeah, and I was like, that's a weird place to put a Christmas tree. Why would you do that? Yeah, and, and, and they've got a main one in their living room as well. And they've got, and they've got a main one downstairs, yeah. Takes the mic on it. Yeah, uh, what, what is that? So, like, Santa doesn't have to come all the way down. He can just kind of come through the first floor and just leave the presents on the stairs. That's practically, it's going to be a bit of a nightmare when the kids want to wait, the, you know, get their presents in the morning. Mm. Pre- presents well, you might as well, if, if that's the case, you might as well put one on top of your chimney. Just yeah, exactly. Go, just leave it there. Just going to go, don't, don't worry about it. Just, just yeah. you know. Or just throw the presents down the chimney. Lug them in, lug them in from the chimney. Yeah, exactly. exactly. No, no, I don't. I don't. How big has your porch got to be if you're going to put a Christmas tree in it? Well, your porch will be massive. I think people are just going for it. I, I think this year, no rules. People are just going for it. You know, like like you said, a lot of people put trees up in November and all that. Yeah. People are like, you know what? Let's just whack in two, three Christmas trees, different I- themes. And something, something that's getting a lot of love at the moment, which we spoke about, I think, a few podcasts ago, is the half a tree. 
the the, wood, yes. the tree that's stuck to a wall. I've seen a lot of people raving about that this week, saying, "Oh yeah, well, genius idea." I'm like, we we you know, I'm not saying we claimed it, but we spoke about it a few weeks ago about how people are putting up this. This is the other new thing: half a tree, a tree that sticks to the wall. I think uh, nothing beats a corner Christmas tree. Oh, I've not seen one of those. That's so like a like a just a ninety degree one. Not because a half of one, it would need 180. I still yes. think that takes a lot of space up because you're looking at the circumference around it on the floor. There's still a lot of spaceage being used. But if you go 90, then that means less lights, better for the environment, less decoration and paraphernalia on it, better for the environment, and just generally neat and tidy. I know, you know what Ked has done? He's, he's bought a Christmas tree, cut it into four and gone, here you go, Christmas trees for everybody. I've got one in every room. <laughs> Last week, we were talking about this monolith thing um, that we think yes. the aliens have put on our uh, planet Earth. And um, I've got to say, it, it's, they've been popping up sort of in all other random places this week. Have you, have you seen that? I think you're right. I think, you're on to about, I think we're into like the fourth one. So it started off in Utah, America. Yeah, it was in then, Utah. Then that then, one disappeared. Or did the Romania yeah. one turn up first and then that no. one? And then the- yeah, yeah, no, the, the Utah one was still there. The Romania one went there. So there was basically two at one point. And then the Utah one went away. Yeah. And then one popped up in California between sort of the, the last week. Yeah. And, and now the Romania one disappeared. Then the Romania one disappeared. Then California disappeared. And one uh, ended up in uh, the Isle of Wight this ah, last week, a couple yeah. of days ago. I still think that one's there. And, um, in the same time, one's popped up in some rural countryside in Spain. So now they've come to Europe. Right. So we've been speaking about this last couple of podcasts. It's basically a giant metal, long rectangle cube thing. Correct. But it's perfect. Perfect, shiny metal. Looks like a stainless steel pan. You know, like a like yeah. perfectly, almost mirror-like, isn't it? It's so clean, that kind of silverness of it. Uh, if you it's, haven't seen it's, it, it's all, it's all over the internet. It's all it, it's over. Funny, it's look. funny you say stainless steel, because, I mean, if if they were, if like if these things were put up by Indians, they'd have, like, their name scribed on the side of the monument. <laughs> Correct. You know, like how Indians have their dishes, and it's got, like, I don't know, Mr. Blah, 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 whoever. Just initials yeah. or something, yes. Yeah. Initials or the family name or something like that. 
Yeah, you know what? I just, I just remembered when we were growing up, our pals, our metal pals, yeah, yeah. had my mum's nail varnish. And oh, a like, little red dot. Little yeah, red dot. Some, yeah, it was, something like yeah. that was on it at the bottom of it, obviously. But it never came off. So uh, whatever it was, was on, was on permanent. Uh, I but, mean, what's that, what's that there for? Is it so basically no one teeps it? I guess so. I guess even back then, people would come around and take Because, you know, like, obviously, back in the day, when you used to go to your, I don't know, nan's house or your uncle's house, and all 30 of you would be eating there, you know, you'd need the extra dishes and that. So right. at the end of the night, you know that this one belongs oh, to, yeah. you know, under people this bring, People bring their plates over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah. So maybe yeah. that's the case with the, the monoliths. I don't know. Well, no, no, no one's put their name the monolith. However, I thought this week someone had came out, some artist group came out and claimed it. There have been a few people who've tried to claim it, I'll be honest with you. Um, but I mean, you, sound, you sound like you're not convinced. You sound like you're saying oh, they, they tried <laughs> to claim it. Oh, I mean, you know, look, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, start creating rumours or anything. But, God forbid. Uh, not like you, Kid. If you go back a couple of episodes, I mentioned, and I'm helping the listeners here, I mentioned we should go to Isle of Wight for a little bender for my birthday. Little jolly accident came out of my mouth, right? You yeah. did, you did say that, yeah. All of a sudden, there's one in Isle of Wight. Mm. All of a sudden, Satch takes off to Dubai, right? Yeah, guess where there might turn up a monolith suit? Yeah, it's, ha- it's happening, isn't it? Yeah, so, so, re- oh, oh, you're, you're spelling it out for the people then now. You're, yeah. you'd have to go to Spain. This summer. Yeah. You guys don't know if I went or not. Yep. There's one in Spain. And what was my nickname when I was traveling across America? I was known as the Kuta of Utah. So I was, I was me um, because, you know, I was just a dog. And, um, and, and yet, so, and look, Utah is where it's turned up. I think we should put our claim out there. And, Everyone know that it's the brown load. That is it's the brown load. It's official, it's everybody. It's, it's official. We brought out the monolith. The monolith is ours. It's ours. It's um. It it's is, so. It's, it's a, I mean, I, I'm so convinced it's ours. I'm going to give you a preview of where you can find it. In in if you oh, go on. De- now you're yes. All right. Yeah. Wait, wait, we agreed we won't do that, Satch. Oh, okay. Yeah. All I'll say is, if anyone is near one of the monoliths, tip it over underneath. You'll see SKT. Sachin, Kedge, Tommy. Right, it's written there. In my mum's nail varnish as well. Is there? I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if you go to Dubai Mall, you might find it. Ooh. It's coming to Dubai Mall. There we go. This is where it's exclusive. But it's funny that because the monolith chat and everything that we've been, so, you know, people obviously thought was that linked to aliens. Obviously, we've now claimed it, discredited that. And, you know, we've basically said it's the work of the Browns. Oh, but, oh. but there is a lot of alien chat. Yes. That's flying around. There's a Netflix show about aliens and stuff. It keeps popping up there. It's on Apple TV. There's an aliens show as well. Um, sorry? One on Apple TV. There, there was one. Is that what you're saying? The one on Apple TV? What's the one on Apple TV? No, it's about the ruins that are in the ground, but they said there's no way these ruins could be made by anything other than aliens from back in the day. What is this other world that's represented in these ruins? So it's incredible. It's uh, mind-blowing. I forget what it's called. So I heard a podcast with Joe Rogan, who is obviously the daddy of podcasts. He's good. He's a bit good. He's he's slightly good, yeah. He's slightly good. Um, And um, 
he had this fella called James Fox who's directed this documentary which you guys need to see. It's called The Phenomenon. You know what? Just watch the trailer for this. What's it on? Uh, I think it's digitally available somewhere. I think we're going to have to just have a look around somewhere. I don't know where, but it's... Well, it's okay. all- Digitally available somewhere. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure if you uh, subscribe yes. to a few streaming places, it will be there. Just be there. Point oh, your pho- point, phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. Just point like, your chitter, point your chitter to the front window of your house, and it will be digitally available straight into your hard drive. Same way the vaccine, <laughs> uh, the, not the vaccine. Same way the the, the test for COVID nineteen happens. It's it's a, it's out the there. Go, there. It, go to the website. It's called one zero nine one pictures dot com, right? But just have a look at watch the trailer to this. Now I heard Jay, this James Fox speaking to Joe Rogan, and he's talking. And this documentary is being hailed as the most credible examination of the long-standing cover-up and the Ooh. global mystery which is involving unidentified aerial phenomena. Now, oh, that's it. are they called that now? They're called yeah, unidentified the, aerial, ob- aerial objects. phenomenon. Yeah. Oh, so UAP. UAP. You don't know me like ODB and all that. But anyway. <laughs> you don't know me like no. ODB. You just mixed up so many hip hop songs there. Because yeah, anyway, right, let's not dissect let's oh, not dissect that. Right. But but can I just there's one thing that he said there's <laughs> one thing he said to Joe Rogan yeah. and that was and this, this is Jamie Foxx yeah he's yeah, the actor James no, it's not Jamie no, Foxx Fox. I was having to do Jamie Foxx oh no 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 right. so so this guy said that in in the documentary you'll see it that the, the US uh, Air Force or people who fly the really fast aircrafts and stuff like that they have witnessed this triangle shape come out of the ocean, which is then covered, which is surrounded by a square rectangle shape, and it just shoots straight up. And they've captured this footage on iPhones. And Trump was almost going to reveal a lot of this stuff during his reign, and he was held back. Oh, mate. And, And they said they've got this footage, but they are not apparently... Aliens have made a pact with the humans to keep it a secret because the humans are not ready to take in that we might have aliens on this planet already. Tommy, very quick, has Kedge been drinking tonight? Um, I, I, I think it's something stronger than drink, clearly. No, no, you I, know what? I, I, can't, I sound like an absolute, I know I sound like an absolute lulu, but I'm just, I'm just reporting what I've heard and, and more what, than usual. Okay, two things, two things very quickly. Firstly, if, if alien, I think we said this before, if aliens are going to land any year, or if we're going to discover that aliens exist, this is the year to do it because this year has been so bonkers, right? It's been so unusual. I said it it at the beginning of lockdown. I said, if aliens come down this year, I wouldn't be surprised. Right, there you go. So part part two of that is, why are we indulging in these alien stories? It's because we're all bargaining. We've all been locked up for too long. Do you know what I mean? So, Ked, That's no, also no, true. you know what? You know, it's like, you know, like um, the devil makes work for idle thumbs. It's almost like if you have an idle mind, then this is the devil making work for it by making you kind of go, oh, and aliens. And it feels more real than ever because the world's so bonkers and all the rules have gone out the window. However, 
I'm kind of with you, Kedge. I want it to be real. I, okay. I'm ready. I'm ready for Alien. And, 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 you know, just to whet that appetite, okay, I'm going to read a few of the reviews of this documentary. It's a brand new documentary. Here we go. This is from the former U.S. Senate Majority Leader, Harry Reid. He said, the phenomenon is a meritorious, I can't even say this word. It sounds alien to me. Meritorious is meritorious. There you go. Yeah, it's me- got merit. It's of merit. It's the incredible Credible. Another one. The most compelling film ever made on the subject of must-see. This is the most important documentary film in the history of human civilization. And it's going to help the change. It's going to help change the course of it. I mean, I could re- read these reviews till the end of the day. There's so many brilliant ones from big people high up. I, this I, is brilliant. Let's, let's build homework, guys. Let's Phenomenon. all watch this. Phenomenon, right? Phenomenal. Okay. Oh, well, I mean, th- this is great. The, the aliens have clearly got the best PR on side in the world to kind of, you know, give them a... They're basically making their, you know, entrance into Earth. And, you know, the whole world's watching because yeah. they've got the right people behind them. Oh, I yeah, thought but, you said because they've hired kids to talk about it. Well, <laughs> kids too, is clearly. It's, it's funny because you're obviously talking about this in, today, like in the New York Post, like the... the, the what was it? The X... I think it was the ex-Israeli space program fella said that aliens exist on this planet and um, they're not revealing it because people are not ready for it yet. Yes. And that was, that was a direct quote. The, these videos have been kicking around online for a while. You've got to see like one about, um, there's like alien pre- the president. I can't remember even, I think it was even George Bush. It was like, this is how old the video is. And they've got video footage of one of the security stood by the president's kind of podium while he's doing a speech and they've zoomed in as the lights go dark you can still see him because there's a bit of light from the stage and he's got like gills and his eyes move in a weird way and they even say look look at the way his head moves and the way his head's moving is he's not looking like a human does he's scanning like a kind of an animal does um and so when you see it just look and look for it alien protecting president you'll you'll find it i I feel like i'm in men in black yeah, it is. It's like that. But like, honestly, I want it to happen. If you found out that actually, you know, I don't know, say Ed Sheeran is an alien. You go, oh, yeah, no wonder. His music's amazing. He just understands us. All these people that just achieved greatness. Steve Jobs, he's an alien. You know, can I can I just say there's probably the likelihood of one of us out the three being an alien. Yep. Yep. And I know what you're thinking, Satch. I know what you're thinking, mate. Yeah, exactly. But no one needs to say it. And look at that alien. Look, look how nervous he looks. Yep, he ain't saying nothing. That's what he's been trained to do. Yeah, let's play a song. We're watching you, alien boy.
ਮੈਂ ਤੇਰੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਮਰਦਾ ਤੇ ਤੂੰ ਦਾਰੂ ਤੇ ਮਰਦੀ ਸਭ ਆਖਣ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਬਾਰ ਬਾਰ ਤੂੰ ਲੇਡੀ ਗਾਗਾ ਵਰਗੀ ਸਭ ਆਖਣ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਬਾਰ ਬਾਰ ਤੂੰ ਲੇਡੀ ਗਾਗਾ ਨਕ 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 ਰਾਨ ਵਾਪੀ ਤੇਰਾ ਦਿਲੇ ਸ਼ਰਾਬੀ ਮੇਰਾ ਨਸ਼ੇ ਜੀ ਲੱਗਦੀ ਐ ਤੂੰ ਦਾਰੂ ਦੀ ਲੋੜ ਨਹੀਂ ਪੈਣੀ ਹਾਂ ਦਾਰੂ ਦੀ ਲੋੜ ਨਹੀਂ ਪੈਣੀ that maybe we have gone a little bit do lally because we have nothing to do this year we've had a lot of time to ourselves maybe we're just slightly exaggerating some of some of the the reality that we might be seeing day to day yes. i'm not saying we have us three everything that we say on the podcast is 100% factually correct of course and of course we, are, we own the monolith the monoliths are ours but i want to tell you about a bit of therapy that people is well it's being offered now to to members of public in the UK and it's known as destruction therapy have you ever heard of this is this destruction, no, destruction. is it like oh break down everything in your life and rebuild it from scratch is oh. it a mental destruction or a physical destruction no you you are going for the full on frustration that you can release your frustration by smashing up old cars huh? with anything and everything that you fancy from a shotgun to a battle tank oh what oh so like you know like when you see in like the films and someone like takes a bat to a car and they smash it up or they say or like you like or even a like a gangster drive by shoot thing you can do that to a car yeah you could you basically you go down into the rage yard and you could you drive this scrap car around that's a um, name by the way rage yard rage i know it's brilliant isn't it? oh, oh i would have thought this this sounds like a brilliant idea for a tv show didn't it um yeah. and then and so you can blast shotguns at, at whatever you want in all these old cars you can take controls of like you know like those um swinging wrecking ball kind of things yeah. And you could yeah Miley Cyrus you can get take control of a 56 ton tank uh, you can flip them you could toss them you can do whatever you want to it and you just basically get let out your frustration of the year slots for this experience cost just 20 pounds and 20 pence uh, very good there's so that, that is very and cheap and you, and you know there'll be a lot of people with some pent up kind of frustrations even uh, people that, yeah it's not too late to get involved because they're going to do this as a ballot system so it's not on a first come first uh, basis you just have to log Put on to yeah scrapcarcomparison.co.uk is the website <laughs> very good yeah like and yeah it, it you know what oh i've just remembered what this reminds me of was it a level in street fighter where after you fight a few people you got to go bust up the car was that street yes. fighter that was street yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it reminds me of that you just go ah tar 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 jump around the other side tar 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 i think it was a lexus it looked yes, like it a was a, it was a lexus yeah it was a lexus i, I pictured like a gray delorean looking thing like no, a, no, it was a big old lexus i remember like a big yeah like an old school lexus it was the best way to do it would be the low kick from the right low, yeah and then on top Yeah and then finish well, this, it off with a dragon punch. Yeah. This this thing looks um sounds pretty interesting. Where where can we find it? Where is it? Is it in the UK and how can we go? Because um I think you know after this year I think a lot of people will be up for this. Yeah, I'm just trying to go through the details. It doesn't say where it is exactly, uh, but it's uh, as I said it's known as the Rage Yard Experience. Oh, it's in Northampton. There we oh, go. Perfect. Perfect. That's Northampton. Oh yeah, well, I think we should we should put ourselves in the ballot. 
I think we should definitely do that. Imagine how much it would just be fun. And firstly, it sounds like a fun, crazy experience. Um, I know, like I've been to Vegas and in Vegas, you can fire a machine gun. You know, you can go to places and oh. you, you do that. Yeah, and, and you have like a little target and all that. And that's quite good. But this is more of a fun. This is like cr the crazy golf equivalent of, you know, this actually. Now, tell me what this is. Before, what did they used to do back in the day? You used to have one of them little squeezy balls to let out your anger. You know, you're feeling frustrated. Stressful. 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 Squeeze a stress ball. But this takes, this goes, forget stress balls, mate. Stress balls cost you three, four quid. This is for 20 quid. Bang, go shoot up a car or go drive a tank over a car. Can't imagine that feeling. It is amazing. And, and all this stress and everything. And it reminded me actually of a film that I saw over the weekend. And I've got, you know what? I've been dying to tell you about it. I've had to hold myself back and wait for the podcast. But I saw a film that it only came out this year. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's called Unhinged. I've seen it advertised. I've seen yes, it. I've, yes, so have I. I've not it's seen Russell it. Crowe in it. Oh, he's good. I like yeah, him. He's, very he's, good. he's gladiator, isn't he? Guys, this film is incredible, this film. Oh, good, like, is it? It, it's so, like, I, I, I don't want to tell you because I didn't know about it, right? I just yeah. put it on because I, I was told it's a bit of a thriller. But thriller is putting it mild. Like, like The Undoing was a thriller. Yeah. This made me jump. This made me go, oh, like there was bits that I couldn't look. It's not, it's, it's a little bit gory, but it's not, it's not that kind of fake kind of gore for the sake of it. Do you know what I mean? It's very realistic. Yeah. And Russell Crowe, like, you know, I said, I've fallen in love with Hugh Grant again. I've fallen yeah. in love with this oh, fellow. Yeah. He is really that's funny because Russell Crowe kind of, he was great with, Glad with Gladiator and then some other films he did around that time. Then he drifted off a bit and he went a bit mad and I heard about he was just being a bit mean. Um, but it's good to know that if he's back with a good, credible role. Like you said, everyone knows that he went off the rails and everything. He's put on a lot of weight for this role and it looks like he's actually just, because everyone thinks he's loopy, it looks like he's just playing himself. Oh yeah, right. It's an extension of himself. Okay, wicked. So it's unhinged. On Netflix, unhinged. is it? It's uh, it's not on Netflix. No, you've got to have to um, download it from the sky. Okay, yeah, we get it. Yeah. Right, oh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere, <laughs> Can somewhere. You, digitally available somewhere. Yeah. Um, but no, it'll, it'll pop up on one of those ones, surely. Speaking of an actor that's made a return, do you know what? On the flight, I actually watched a film all the way through. I watched two films on the plane. Right. Actually, on the way, on the way Such to Dubai. proud of himself. He's proud. I'm of very proud of him because I'm Indian. Being on the plane is the only time I get to watch films like properly um, and sit there and concentrate, and in particular, Bollywood films. I knew it. I knew it was going to be Bollywood. Yeah. What did you watch? So I watched um, War with um, oh, Tiger Shroff. Rithik, Rikit, Rikit, oh, Rikit Roshan. Rikit Roshan and uh, Tiger Shroff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when, yeah, one of them um, trains the other one, but he goes rogue. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I've got and to say... I was really impressed with that film. Yeah, good, good, uh, honestly, good no, but the, it was the, the, really the, good. Yeah, the special effects out, are brilliant, aren't they? The out of ten. Oh, I'd give it a solid seven. Wow, really good for, film. for Satch. That's like saying a nine for the regular. Yeah, yeah that's big for Satch. It's yeah, a no, it's a very it's good a film. They, they were like, you know, it was it was kind of like um, they were going for some bits where you kind of looked like it was a bit James Bondy. Um, some bits were kind of like Michelin possibly kind of bits. Um, I've got to say, Riddick, Mission, Mission Impossible. Oh, I thought it was Mission Impossible. I thought it was a new restaurant. <laughs> no, Mission Impossible. And um, I've got to say, the only things that I thought was a bit weird was it was such a serious film, they broke out into songs. Ah! Yeah. 
they have to. Look, we're, st- we're still in that crossover. Look, uh, right. give that, it a few more only, years, that'll stop. Yeah, that was the only right. thing that kind of let down. And what else did you see? Great, great songs, but it was just, yeah, it went from a serious bit into dancing in a club. There you go. Okay, so yeah. you got you got you got Kedge recommending something which is you know a thriller Gordy and one which is a bit Bondy, Gordy Bondy. I don't know what a Gordy Bondy <laughs> is, but if you want a bit of Gordy Bondy action, Kedge and Satch are your boys. Remember when I throw stones at your window? I could tell you're the one, you're the end goal. We were said we were what everyone was. No one thinks when you're deep and you're in it. Communicate like we're on different planets. It was time, it was done, but we didn't end all. Look at us now, what have we become? I don't recognize us anymore. How many times can we break our hearts? to listen to both of you saying before we start anything today before we start we have to bring Kedge into the witness box and let's basically you know interrogate him pull his studies down and completely make an absolute mockery of him because of certain things that he might have hey, said hey, we've never I, I, said, I, we've never put your studies down you've done I that I don't know where that came from you're absolutely right sir. we can make a mockery of you without having to see your chitter or your front parts I'm saying I like I have no interest as well but, Satch, in fact that would probably add to the mockery wouldn't it <laughs> your, seeing your crockery <laughs> would add to the mockery <laughs> but can I just say Today, we need to bring Tommy Sandu into the witness stand because, because, and we have had many, many, I mean, literally, I've had more complaints than Christmas cards about Tommy's cock up in the last podcast. Yeah. yeah. It was a big one, Tommy, because we were talking about the undoing and very kindly, Tommy, you said... <laughs> If no one wants to know what happened in the undoing, yeah. fast forward five. And he, I, I rated Tommy. He said not thirty seconds. He went fast forward five minutes. Yeah, I, I think he said about he said about no, seven, six, seven. Yeah. Very yeah. good. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. Anyway, 
So we had a lot of people who did oh, fall. I didn't want to spoil it. I didn't want to spoil it for those people. So I thought, let us just talk about it openly. Fast forward, and you'll join the conversation a little bit later on. We were speaking about Bollywood wives, and you just revealed it. In the middle of that. In the middle of that. Later on in the podcast. Yes. Yes. So you basically oh. revealed it when you revealed it in that sort of five minutes, and then you went and did it in the middle of the Bollywood. So you kind of done everyone up there properly. Tommy. Yeah. Okay. Right. You know what? That is that is a that is a, a mess up for me. And I, I'm sorry if I spoiled that show for anyone. Mm. But just so everybody knows, normally what happens in production? Uh, <laughs> when you, yeah. oh, hold on. Can I can I finish? Can I finish? Normally, what happens when you work with two amazing award-winning producers who also happen to be friends who come who you allow onto the microphone now and then to enjoy what we call showbiz limelight normally those producers come with a producer hat on and they're watching for mistakes they're watching for oh is he talking about a producer Oh, oh, sorry. Are you are you piping up? Because you edited the podcast. You signed left, it off. I left it in there to show off your mistake. This is what we have to work with every week. Right. So, okay. I, was still, I was doing this for us, mate. It's a hard so, gig. It's, it's a hard gig. If I'm going to witness, witness that, if I'm going down, I'm going to have to take you down with me. I'm going to say, Your Honour, Your Honour, you'll see that Satch obviously saw the error, left it mate, in. Kedge is captain I, hindsight right now, which means I he should be on, made guilty as well. I, I did it on purpose. I was like Nicole Kidman's friend. He did that thing in the toilet. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sats did a little, yeah. He did a little right, right. toilet. <laughs> but I'm sorry, genuinely, that was, that's, that's a proper mess up. That's such well, a, I thought it was funny. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's a typical thing for us. But just let that be a lesson to you all. I cannot be trusted. We cannot be trusted. Kedge will probably balls up. In fact, Satch is probably the only one you can really trust. Out of yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Okay, so okay, apologies done. Is that right? Any other business? Yeah, and, and the other thing that I, I asked the question, what is a Sobo girl? We were watching Bollywood Wives and there was that phrase in there that none of us knew what it was. We thought it was maybe something from um, Wagamamas or something, a Sobo yeah. girl. Uh, and actually someone cleared up uh, that phrase. It is obviously a phrase from India and everyone from India would be familiar with it. It's a South Bombay girl. Uh, so, okay. So if so, you know, Nobo. North Bombay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and West yeah. Bombay. So, so, yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah, thank you. Weebo. Weebo. So what would he, just finish off, what would East Bombay be? Uh, Yobo! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on, the, on that basis then, right? Okay, so I live in East London, so I'd be Elo. Yeah. Uh, Elo. Elo. Here you go, have it. Come and take yeah. it. Elo. Yeah. yeah. Right. Satch, you're South London, so you He's can solo. solo. He's always solo. Yeah, that's, that's riding solo, right? Uh, and Kedge, you're North London. You'll be Nolo. It's like, it's like. Oh, do, do you want any? Uh, do you want any Elo or Saulo? No, no, mate. Nolo. No, none of that. No, none, none of the Kedge. No, no. Say Nolo to Kedge is Lolo. No, uh, well. Okay, okay, thank you. Clarified. Clarified. So anyone who next travels to Mumbai, make sure you're in there with the lingo. Make sure yes. you know. You'll probably be staying by the hotel near the airport, so you'll be Nobo. Nobo. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, what have we learned this week, gentlemen? What are your wonderful facts, uh, little little takeaways from life that you want to share with the world? 
So here's something I came across this week, and it was about a uh, martial artist who basically punched through. He set a Guinness World Record, and he punched through. Do you know, like, clay sort of targets? Like, clay, when you go clay pigeon shooting, is like a little sort of clay plate, basically, isn't it? That gets oh, yeah, yeah, by. yeah. So it's a martial artist who's basically punched through 62 of them in record time. What? When they were thought, flat? Like, so basically they get flung in the air and he's just punching them, like just straight ahead. And while they're flying in the air? Yeah, while they're flying in the air in front of him. That's interesting. How, how, and so, how, so is the record how many he did or is the record how quickly he did it? How many he did in one minute is what the record is. 60, that's more than one a second then. So he's, he's hitting it quicker than... A... And this is the bit that blew my mind about the whole story. This guy, his name is Muhammad Rashid from Pakistan. Martial what? artist. Amazing. Mind blown. I think I've seen him. I think I've seen him online. Has he got a few other world records under his belt? Oh, um, I, I bet. I didn't really uh, is, see that. Has he got a moustache? Has he got like a like a Magnum PI? No, 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 it's no moustache. I don't think Sat has had time to check under his belt. <laughs> <laughs> I beg your pardon. No, I'm looking not at that his moustache. face, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, 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 he's, no moustache. I, I know, I know you're talking about, and actually, that is amazing. So he's still killing it. Okay, he is. He's a, a, a repeat world oh, record here we holder. Go. No, here we go. This is what he's previously previously set. His his record was he's. Really punching it. coconuts or walnuts? No, no, no. He's, he's cracked. He's cracked the most walnuts with his head in one minute. There you That's go. The other this record. is the one. This is the one. Yeah. He's, he's Tommy's mate. Can, can I be honest? <laughs> I slid Tommy. into his DMs. I messaged him years oh ago when he God. first, but I never heard back. So, uh, but th this is an opportunity. I think I need to get him back on. Yeah, I think that's amazing. Oh, and by the way, sorry, can I quit off the back of that? Can I just quickly do a shout out to everyone listening in Pakistan? Because we got some stats through this week, particularly from Spotify. And Pakistan is going up, 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 up. So hello to everybody listening yeah. in Pakistan and Mohammed Rashid and his family and the walnut breaking, board breaking world record holders. Um, the thing I learned this week is kind of links to what you just said, Satch, in a way, because it's another fighting thing. But it's well, um, it was more, it's not really like a fact how I've normally done things. This is more like a, huh, this is happening. This is really going on. And you think, no, it must be a scam. And I went through it. You must have heard about it. The YouTuber Logan Paul is oh, going to yeah. fight, is going to fight Floyd Money Mayweather, the greatest boxer wow. that has ever lived. I mean, he's one more. He's 50 for none. You know, he's never been defeated. The last fight he had with Floyd Mayweather was against, um, I nearly said Ewan McGregor. That's the actor. What's his name? Conor McGregor. Conor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. He, he fought Conor McGregor and obviously beat him. Uh, and now he's going again with Logan Paul, who's a YouTuber. And Logan Paul's only ever had one other fight to another YouTuber, which he lost. So this is clearly just a money thing, like of course the is. billionaire Floyd Mayweather needs it. But it's happening. So I was a bit disappointed, but equally, kind of looking forward to seeing Floyd Mayweather in the ring again. It's going to be in February next year. Um, but you like, this is happening. YouTubers are now fighting professional boxers. So it got me thinking, Kedge, you do all of our social media. That's what you do for a living. Technically, you are a YouTuber and Instagrammer. You're a personal... How am I a YouTuber? I'm just saying the same thing. Satch, we should just pair him up with some professional boxer that he can fight. Yes. Someone who's also got like a... Maybe like a 12-year-old because someone with the same sort of weight Nas and frame. Nasim Nas Nas Hamed. Oh, yeah, oh, no, that would, wouldn't be fair now. Nah, yeah. mate. Nah, he wouldn't be able to move around the ring anymore. I'll be so quick. I'll be like a gazelle. 
Yeah, just running for 12 rounds. <laughs> 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 but there you go. So uh, I, I think there's a potential venture in this as well. But um, there you go. Look out for the fight. Catch what you learn. Right. So my one was it happened this Saturday morning, actually. And last it was Saturday. an experience. It wouldn't happen, yeah. would happen this Saturday because that's coming up. So it would no, it's, it's, yeah. Last Saturday. Sorry. Last Saturday was in the car. He really is an alien. Look, he's predicting the future. That's what it is. Yeah. And I thought, I just fancied a, I fancied something a little bit crazy. And so I put on the shuffle and um, Shy FX and UK Apache came on. Right. Oh, yeah. And it was only nine o'clock in the morning. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to crank this up. I don't care who's watching me because I was rolling into the Tesco car park. And he was, Ooh. you know, and you know the intro and it just starts and the hype and it just starts, you know flowing through your blood veins and all of that and it, you know yeah. i didn't know he had that intro in the beginning as well you didn't know about one day one day some kids from the neighborhood carried my mother's groceries all the way home yeah you know why it was out of, respect. out of respect and have you heard such you must have heard that because that's from goodfellas right yes yeah have you heard the remix of it exactly the same song but for some reason that's not at the start of it sorry that's on my running playlist right so oh. i i've got a different version of it and there's a guy who goes uh one day, some kids tried to get into the club, but, you know, whatever, the, the, but, I, the, but I wouldn't let them in. Uh, but, no, one day, the, some, the doorman wouldn't let me into the club until they saw me, but you know why? It was out of respect. So he's trying to change it to the doorman thing. It's like a different line, but uh-huh. it's almost like, it's, I tell you what, in my mind, this is a conspiracy theory is, they weren't allowed to use the official line from the film. Probably. They uh, had the rights to it. The yeah. song got too big, so they re-recorded it, but I might have made that up. So go on, yeah, so you listen to UK Apache, right. Wicked, Wicked. So it was like, ding, 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 ding. No, no, not Wicked. Wicked's by General Levy. No, yeah, that's you the other one. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so it started, and then obviously everyone knows the famous lyrics. So if I say, Nani ni wo, you would say, no, no, no. And then I'll go again, Nani ni wo. Right. We're all agreed on the lyrics there. Yeah. Then. The next two lines are, bad boys in a London. Yeah. You would say. Good boys in a Kingston. No, oh, England. Right. England. Oh, was it England? In- right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So London, England. London capital, yes. then England. Yes. Yeah. Now, yes. if we skip to the last line of that, it's rude boys in a Kingston, right? Yep. Yes. So, again, Kingston is a place in. Yes. So, the line Jamaica. before that is, bad boys in. London. Oh, Jamaica, maybe we should be. So what, yeah, exactly. So, so the the full verse would be is as you would be singing it in a club. Bad boys in a London, rude boys in England. Bad boys in Jamaica, rude boys in Kingston. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's not the lyrics. <laughs> right. What are the lyrics? No, 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 no. Bad boys in a London, rude boys in a England. Yeah, uh, boys, boys in a Kurt. He says Kurtan or something like that, doesn't he? What does he say? Bad boys in a Jamaica. No, he doesn't say Jamaica. <laughs> You're right. No, he doesn't say Jamaica. Say Jamaica. No, he says something like boys in a Kurtan. Word- Jamaica, because it's Kingston and then Jamaica, isn't it? Where else is Kingston? It's Kingston, Jamaica, isn't it? So it's got to be. No, don't, no, don't Google nothing. Oh, no, no. Have you got the answer? Have you got the answer? No, uh, this is why I, I want to clarify this, because I thought you would know this. So if he goes bad boys in a London, rude boys in an England, so you're thinking London, yeah. capital yeah. of England. 
Yeah, right. Look at so Kedge. I love the fact Kedge is turning like a credible street drum and bass jungle track into the. Well, hold on, let's yeah. just have a little look at the lyrics here this is and like the geography. This is like being in English literature. Do you know yeah, when you annotate the... You guys are confused by this. And that, that means that everyone is going to be confused. Because, let's face it, you've only heard this track when you're completely mashed, right? Or in Seth's case, uh, uh, you know, at the peak of his night, where it's really going nuts. Or in mm. Kedge's case, having a little shuffle in the car on your own. <laughs> yeah. On the way to Tesco's. Little shuffle in, oh yeah, on the way to Tesco's. So, again, I say it again. Bad boys in a London, rude boys in an England. Bad boys in, it should be Jamaica, but like you said, it's something. In a curtain. Is that curtain? Is that that? He's not in the curtain, mate. Yeah, or is he trying to say Caribbean? Bad boy, is it? Boys in a Caribbean. That's too long. There's more yeah, time right. in bad boys in a Jamaica, rude boys in a Kingston. Why do you make Jamaica is sound it, so it, fresh it, and Indian? In because it has to fit. Because it has to fit in this thing. Yeah, but why can't you say it quickly without making it sound Indian? Because you make honey Jamaica, you kind of no, turn it into honey. I'm gonna do it in a in a in a way that people can understand. So I have lost the word. I'm now gonna read the official lyrics. Bad boys in a London, rude mm-hmm. boys in a England. We got yeah. that bit. Bad boys. Him a take on rude boys in a Kingston. See, him a curtain. That's what for him a take on. Yeah, it does. Bad boys in a London, rude boys in an England. Bad boys him a take on, rude boys in a Kingston. It doesn't matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but Shy FX, UK Apache, they, they completely messed it up. They should have just gone with Jamaica. It would have been much better. Well, no, uh, that's not the lyrics well, of the song. Yeah, it's fine. It doesn't quite make sense. But again, I blame the producer. The producer had the sign off. You know, you can't be blaming UK Apache. He doesn't know. He's just writing the lyrics. He's churning it out. He's in the booth. He's on the microphone. The producer who produced the song should have said, you know what? Maybe we should make that in a Jamaica. For 40 years, I thought it was Jamaica. Yeah, but you didn't just sing J- Jamaica to it, did you? No, no you did Because no, it doesn't say, it, it sounds nothing like Jamaica. It makes sense. Listen to it again. I bet no one knew this. No, well, they I, I honestly they think, no, they, they probably didn't. But you know why? Because they've got normal things in their life yes, to agree. do. And, agree. you know, normal things that take I, up their I, mind I, and their I mean, mindset. I, I play that song. I've probably played that song over 5,000 times, I'd say. I've yeah. never really gone into the lyrics that much to be like, what's yeah. he actually saying? I don't care. Yeah. And then this is the problem, because like I said, you are a DJ. Fair enough. But for the rest of us, you know, punters, we're all, we're all, we've already had about four drinks too many by then. So, you know, it sounds like Jamaica. And also it's Kingston. Yeah, but, uh, where, where else is Kingston? In Jamaica, it has to be. Well, no, there's a Kingston though, in South London as well. Yeah, yeah, but he's already said London already. Bad boys in London, rude boys in England. He wouldn't go bad boys in, in, in England, bad, you know, rude boys in South London. In Correct. Solo. There you go. It's, it's too much. Yeah, but then he does obviously pretext his whole conversation with the lyric, me I not a original, bad, 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 not a. So he's kind of, he's sort of saying, my geography might be great, because I'm a bit of a nutter. 
You know, exactly. so it's okay. We we can forgive yes. him. He's declaring he's a nutter. He's That's messing it. up his geography. Right. It's a great song. Let him enjoy it. Exactly. And maybe, Kedge, what you should be doing, what you should be doing is focusing on your fantasy football league uh, team <laughs> rather than analysing <laughs> the lyrics to UK Patchy. Because <laughs> once again, out of the three of us, you've done the worst, okay? You're still third place out of us three. Satch, by the way, in our overall brand load league, Satch, yeah. you're 13th. You're oh, 13th. You're here. Yeah, man, you've jumped. I'm I'm in I'm like I think I'm 43rd Kedge 54th yeah oh, so a whopping places I'm miles behind you're miles you are miles you're, you're, you're miles you're can I just say this week though Tommy you got the least number of points by two points Kedge it was 71 73 74 between us right so there's nothing in it but the fact is close the gap to 10 points now it's on you've closed the gap it was 12 now it's 10 uh, listen, I'm saying you're still. I, I could do a bud. You wouldn't smell it. You're that far behind. <laughs> so anyway, forget about us three. We've had a bit of a change in the top three, to be quite honest. So um, still in number one, we've got happy ending. Sukhbal Dor, he's in first place, 757 okay. points. Number two, yeah. Anjit Singh, uh, 714 points. And in third place now, we've got Mohammed Sajid with 711 points. Wow. Well, the big up, Sukhbal. Um, big up, who's the second person? Anjit. 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 And big up, Mohammed. Well done. Top three. So who's been knocked off there? Who was in that third spot that, that Mohammed was taken? Prashant has knocked off. And, and he's, gone, he's gone to fifth. We've got a yeah. fifth fella in there as well called Samrat Mondeh. Yeah. Oh, well done. Hey, listen, we love we love it now. I'm, I'm more into the fantasy football league this year than I've ever been before. I'm actually enjoying it. Uh, and uh, we will keep bigging up those people in the top spot. So if you know anyone in our league and you want to get that shout out on the brown load, get your team in order. Kedge, if you want to shout out one day, get your team in order. All right. <laughs> Satch, you're, you're in the running, Satch. You're, you're a couple of good, good weeks there. away. I yeah. If, if, if one of them can drop down to like mm. fifth. In from third, then you can get up to. I'm telling you, I'm backing. I could be there. I'm backing. I could be there. Good stuff. It's fun. maybe this is the payoff, Kedge. You have to do badly in fantasy football league for Spurs to be top of the table. So I'll happily play. do that. I'll yeah. happily do that. Maybe you're like the kind of nuzzer filter. Do you know what I mean? Like you're taking the nuzzer on you. It. Yeah, and that, and they're doing well. So the worse you do, the better they'll do. They you, keep giving it. I will take it. Don't worry about it. Uh, And people, you can take this podcast wherever you want to go. Tell your friends about it. Spread the good word. We'll be back next week. Satch, you're still in Dubai next week? I am still in Dubai next week. I'm still here next week. So this will be just like this next week. Uh, So uh, until then, enjoy the sunshine, Satch. Just just very quickly, what time is it right now? What time is it right now for you? It is right now. It is is, uh, 1.16 in the morning. Wow. Wow. Quarter right. past one. And yeah. how, how warm is it? What's, what's, what's the temperature sort of saying? It's about, it's about 26. <gasps> oh, it's, brilliant. Not, it's not 26 degrees in my house with the heating on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sitting but, in shorts and t-shirt. It's lovely. Really oh, nice. yeah. Lovely. I cannot wait. Oh, I cannot wait to get out there. Uh, good stuff. Okay. So we'll, uh, we'll, were you going to say something? Can you say you're going to say I, was, I just wanted to say that it was a week also where we had so much love as well being sent to us for the brown load. So thank you to everyone who did that. You know, a yes. lot of people on, on, on Spotify, they were doing their Spotify wrapped and it was showing them the brown load was their top listen to podcast, how many hours they put into it, how many minutes they put into it. And you know what? It's just, it just felt really nice, didn't it? I think we wanted to say thank you to everyone as well. Yes. I, thank because you. We're, and also, um, we're officially two years old. So uh, we started, um, I think, last week. Some some point in last week was... Um, December. 
Oh, wow. Look at So we, we had our two, second birthday. And what's weird about, what's well, not weird, I suppose what's different about podcasts rather than radio is when we're on the radio, you get messages directly in, texts come through whilst you're speaking. Straight away, yeah. Uh, and so we never know how kind of this is kind of going down. But this this week, honestly, it's been humbling. And it? it's been, we yeah. read it. And, and a lot of people, I just want to say this, uh, are saying things like, uh, I don't want to name any names, it's just saying things like, it's been a, such a hard year that the podcast has been that little thing that just takes their mind off it. And oh my God, I, I know I speak for you boys when I say, if that doesn't make the whole thing, this whole bunga of Satch having to plug in a dart in, in, the, in the villa that he's at right now and us <laughs> thinking it's up, me, us testing the lines and make sure it's all, if that doesn't make that all worthwhile, then I, I don't know what else does. So um, thank uh, you if it has served that purpose. And, um, and yeah, and just please do tell your friends about it because um, we just want everyone to know that we're here and we're spreading a little bit of joy via the brown note. We will, as usual, see you next week. Laters, boys. Laters. Laters.